This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up and welcome to another edition of the Megacast without the Ted Smith, unfortunately. Uh, I kind of lied to Ted. I said, hey, I'm taking vacation. I'm not going to be able to do the Megacast this week. And it, as you notice, it's coming out a day later than usual. Wasn't planning on doing one. Went to Leavenworth. Had a great time. Then I got a message from my buddy Darby Allen, who's like, hey, man, I'm coming to Seattle. I'd love to get the word out that I'm going to be at a Zoomies. I'm going to be doing some stuff at Nitro Circus. Uh, can I jump on the air with you? And I'm like, not on the air this week. Uh, but... If you're up for doing a podcast, I'll make some time because it's always great to chat with Darby Allen. That's exactly what we're going to do. If he wants to get the word out about some cool stuff, of course, I want to get it out there for him as well. And he's going to be over at Zoomies in South Center in Tukwila on Saturday afternoon from 3 to 7 p.m. We'll figure out what the hell he's going to be doing there. He says, I saw in his video on his social media at Darby Allen, he said face painting wrestling. I'm not exactly sure what kind of wrestling is going to happen in Tukwila at a South Center mall, but we'll see when we chat with Darby Allen in just a moment. That's happening again on Saturday from 3 to 7 p.m. And I also saw him post about being being at Nitro Circus at Cheney Stadium, and that's always a blast. Nitro Circus is just insane. And you can get tickets and information at nitrocircus.com. That's happening tomorrow night at Cheney Stadium. That's Friday night. So let's just jump right into it. My chat with Darby Allen from All Elite Wrestling here on the Megacast. Darby. What up? How's it going, my man? Just driving to Linwood. I got to stop at the uh, Zoomy headquarters. I just landed probably uh, an hour ago. I stopped at the Marginal Way Skate Park. I tried to skate in my socks and I tried dropping on this big thing and I ate shit. it. My ankle's bleeding right now, but oh jeez. <laughs> well, so yeah. Perfect way, but perfect first impression with the Zoomies folks, I'd imagine. <laughs> yes, yeah. I just got off the plane from Rochester and yeah, but Dude, I'll I was, live. We were at uh in Leavenworth and they have a. We were walking around. They have like this sick uh, skate park, like all cement. And I, my daughter decides that she just wants to run around on it. I thought of you instantly. I'm like, oh, I'm about to talk to Darby, and I think my daughter's already thinking about becoming a skateboarder. Yeah, get her aboard, dude. There's, you know, Washington has the most skate parks in the whole America. Washington and Oregon, it's insane. How I don't get how that works because it rains all the time. Yeah, you're right. But it is insane. Like everywhere we go now, there's a park and there's a skate park. And every once in a while, they have like a BMX park too, but they always have a skate park. And I'm like, that's pretty sick. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, dude. I think my daughter's already fearless. She's already running down hills full speed and landing on I, her face. I've seen the videos. I've seen the videos. <laughs> It's always great because I'll, I'll post it and I'll make it a point to say she's fine. She thinks it's hilarious. Like she wants to watch the video over and over because she thinks it's hilarious. And there's always somebody on social media that's just like, is your daughter okay? And I'm like, well, I wouldn't post it if she was hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, dude, I mean, I know you got a lot of stuff going on. You're back in Seattle. Uh, you got a couple big things going on. Like you mentioned, you're going over to Zoomies, the headquarters. But uh, on Saturday, you're at the in Seattle at the South Center Mall in Tequila. You're doing the first ever Seattle meet and greet for yourself, uh, part of your clothing line, Hoodlum. And you're going to be there on Saturday from uh, 3 to 7 p.m. That's exciting, dude. Yeah, no, we got so much crazy planned there. Like they've given us a lot of 
free reign to do whatever in the store. We're going to skate in the store. We're going to have like some, you know, those big Zorb balls that you climb in those like bouncy looking balls. Yeah. It's like Zorb. Yeah, so they're getting us those in the store. We get to have wrestling matches. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how. Like we're not gonna break everything in the store, but. And then we got a, a lot of prizes. I'm gonna hand out too, like the uh, CM Punk board I wrote out at All Out. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm handing that out, uh, custom painted, and I'm gonna give back to Seattle so some people can uh, win some prizes. I got a lot of fun stuff planned, so. It, It'd just be cool to have everyone, you know, show up and have a good old time. Oh, dude, you, you mentioned like you might be breaking stuff, but that's a Zoomies problem. That's not a your problem. I mean, at that point. Yeah, no, sir. <laughs> and then what, the, the day before, the night before, which is uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, you're going to be over at Nitro Circus in uh, Cheney Stadium. Yes, down in Tacoma, I'll be there as well. Uh, I'm still trying to decide what I want to do because those guys are insane and I want to do something insane, but I... <laughs> Uh, I don't know yet. It's going to be... In, I, I'm thinking of jumping the big gap in a tricycle. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll do, see. Do you have to run any of that by Tony Connor? Is it just like a, an agreement that Tony knows you're going to do crazy stuff and he just has to kind of like look the other way? <laughs> it's an agreement at this point. I always send him a message before I do something crazy. So. Not, not looking for permission just to let him know that this is about to happen. Yeah. I was like, I've, I've uh, dodged so many bullets in AEW by not getting hurt yep. in the ring that sometimes it's scary to, you know, like what I'm willing to do outside of the ring. And, you know, I think that's where Tony's more worried is what's going to happen outside of the ring. But Speaking of inside the ring, uh, what is it like the next day for you uh, after a match? Because, I mean, you're not just going out there and, you know, doing what would be like, you know, your, your old school style of a match. Like you're doing insane stuff at every single opportunity including jumping off of a ladder landing on chairs what's the next day like because i mean i know like when i wrestle i'm sore and i'm not doing anything like what you're doing and i'm like oh it hurts to get out of bed and i can't even imagine what it's like for someone like yourself no it's actually really mellow uh because i do so much physical therapy normally the next day i'll go skate my park in the backyard or ride a four-wheeler or do something like okay. active to keep my body moving because if anything, Tony Hawk has taught me it's don't stop moving because when you stop moving, that's when you feel everything. That's so true, man. Like I, I, I realize that myself. Like the, the more busy I am, the better my body feels. Otherwise, if I give like a week where I'm like, I'm just going to rest everything. I'm like, I feel worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't stop. Dude, so the, the, the Zoomies connection, I got to, I mean, dude, first of all, congratulations, because I mean, it's not often that a wrestler creates a clothing line and then it gets picked up by one of the biggest clothing line stores and here you are with Hoodlum, and it's and, and you're just killing it with it. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome that like we've started it like last year, and to have us come as far as we've came in a year is a blessing. Like it's, I you know I don't take anything for granted. We hustled with that, and mm -hmm. we try to do as much self promotion as possible. That's why like I reached out, and, like I want to do all these meet and greets. I want to get crazy. I want to I want to like actually be like really interactive with the fans. So we got a lot of fun stuff planned where you could win a someone from Seattle can win a chance to fly to my house in Atlanta <laughs> and be a part of some of these crazy stunts I got planned coming up. And then also go to this music festival with me in Kentucky in uh, August. So which festival so, yeah. is it? Uh, Nolan, it's uh, what's it called? Louder than life. Louder than life. Louder than life. Uh, my butt. Yeah. My butt. It's in September. My buddy plays in that band, uh, ghost main and uh -huh. they're playing there. So he, uh, yeah, we're gonna. There's gonna be a bunch of stuff. 
yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big lineup. That's awesome. And you mentioned your fans, dude. I, I got to talk to you about just the connection that you've made with so many you know, from young to old, but especially young. That's got to be, you know, coming from a dude just doing crazy stuff in Seattle, then starts training to become a wrestler, hits the indie scene. Of course, is loved by all the independent wrestling fans. But then all of a sudden you go on this bigger stage of AEW and now you're a household name and you have kids dressing and, and, and cosplaying as you. Do you ever take a moment that I know like you're a always moving forward kind of guy, but do you ever take a moment just to be like that to me has to be one of the coolest things? Yes, absolutely. Like last night, for example, we were leaving the Rochester arena and I stopped because I saw a young kid wearing one of my suit jackets with the relentless covered all over it. Yep. And I out of the car, gave him a fist bump, took a photo with him and then jumped back in the car. And so like, I, you know, that stuff means a lot because I knew when I was growing up, whether it be skateboarders or, you know, musicians or whatever, if I, you know, impact they had on me to be able to have that on somebody means a lot to me and to make kids like just want to succeed and do the best in life. is like, it's super fun. And yeah, so that's all. Yeah. I don't take any of that for granted. I always take it in. And I always like just the other week at the airport, I was riding around with my skateboard and this little, uh, this young kid, he's about 10. He asked me for a photo and I was like, yeah, you, you skate. And he's like, not anymore. And I just gave my skateboard. The one that I wrote out at the one I wrote out of forbidden door pay-per-view that we just had the Dude, custom one. That's amazing. Dudes with attitudes. But yeah, I, I gave that to the kid. And yeah, so, you know, it's, it's fun because you never know what 30 second, you know, interaction you can have with somebody is going to change their life. So, yeah, and just to have kids looking up to you. I mean, I know, like you know, you don't, you, you can't expect that's going to happen when you start wrestling, and you you hope that one day you connect with a, a fan base like that. But then when you actually can see it and feel it, and then have those moments where you're 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 creating a memory for a kid, like you said, thirty seconds, that memory is going to last a lifetime. Like I always joke about it, but one of my favorite memories was being at an airport and Billy Joel, the the singer, piano player, was there, and I ran up to him as a little kid. And he told me to f off, and I was like, that was the coolest <laughs> thing ever. Even though he told me to f off, and people were like, that's awful and rude. I'm like. Looking back on it, I wouldn't remember getting an autograph from him, but he created a memory, whether he wanted to or not. That was amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's not, yeah. <laughs> not telling you to tell kids to go F off, but it worked for him. That's the guy who sings that. Sing me a song, you're the piano man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uptown girl and all that stuff. Oh, coming from that guy, that's really surprising. That's funny. Dude, apparently that guy's got an, like, he has uh, guitar picks that just say take no S on it. And he's just, he's that guy. Like, he's just, yeah. he doesn't care. Kid or not, if you're bothering him at an airport, go F off. Which I thought was, <laughs> it still to this day will be my favorite celebrity encounter. But, oh uh, man, I, I have a million things I'd love to talk to you about with, uh, with AEW because I don't think I've had a chance to do an interview with you since, since you've been a part of all the wrestling. And obviously a lot's happened there. But I mean, for you looking back on, like, what have been like, top of the mind like favorite memory so far i mean you know as a fan and as a person that knows you like seeing you wrestle cm punk was just like what the hell's going on but on top even bigger than that growing up being a sting fan just seeing like him being by your side throughout this entire journey now is just a mind f as a as someone watching from the outside but for you what have been some of your favorite memories like just that pop into your mind right now so as of right now one of my favorite memories is when sting came back to live you know, in-ring action. Cause we had the match revolution, yep. which was a cinematic match, but the in-ring match we had with Scorpio sky and Ethan page double or nothing post pandemic mm -hmm. was a big feeling because we, you know, it was like a year with like no fans. So to have the fans be back with stings, like first match back and something that nobody thought he was going to do after getting injured back in 2014, right. It was 
awesome. It, like that to me, like that was the all time feeling because, you know, him coming up to me afterwards and saying, hey, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Like that was like words Whoa. like that, you know, you, you can't, you can't, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, you can kind of like hope that like you're inspiring him to like want to like still do it, but for him to say something like that, that's got to be like a pinch me moment. Yeah, no, it it was it was awesome because I you know coming, I remember watching him get injured in 2014. Like that was my first year of training, (laughs) so like I'm watching that and like I don't know anything about wrestling (laughs) for the most. So if someone like fast or like you know X amount of years, I'd be wrestling Punk or bringing Sting at you know I'm like it would. It's awesome. Like so, you mentioned those going in, into the training thing and not knowing much about those guys before training. Like, what got you to want to then jump into a, a, a wrestling ring and want to train in the first place? Well, I, I grew up in Seattle my whole life, and I like looked up this wrestling school after after I graduated. I was eighteen. I was like one hundred and twenty pounds, and like the Buddy Wayne Academy. And I like looked at it. And I was like looking at the, the website, like, oh man, these guys look like a bunch of jocks. I can't. Like, there's no. <laughs> at this time, I had like literally almost a two foot mohawk. Like it was insane. Yeah. Like my mohawk was huge, and I was like, man, there's no way. I was, like, I'm just gonna go to film school. And I went to film school, and I was just like in Arizona. I was thinking about it over and over. And I went to this independent show in Arizona, and it was so bad. <laughs> the wrestling was so bad. I was like, if people are here to watch these guys, I think I have a chance. So then I. <laughs> I dropped out of film school and I went back. I emailed Buddy and I was like, yo, I just came back. When do I start? He's like, come by Saturday. And then the rest is history. And the first day he saw me, I was like showing him all my crazy videos of skateboarding because he, he I was like taking all these bumps and everything. And he's like, how's it feel? I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty mellow. And he was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, based off of falling on concrete my whole life, like this is pretty mellow. And then, um, yeah, he was pretty. And then from there, it was like, off to the races and everything worked out pretty fast it's crazy to think like when i was watching uh, uh, uh forbidden door the 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 collab with new japan pro wrestling and you see guys like yourself uh clark connors jet knight these are all guys that went through that garage at the buddy wayne academy and it's got to be i don't know if you like took a moment to like kind of soak that in and, you know you're seeing the other guys like cash is doing great now in the indie scene and and cody chun and guillermo rosas they're they're killing it with c4 uh yourself obviously of course and then nick wayne who's you know a year away uh coming up by this sat- sunday is his birthday so he's a year away after that uh to being a part of all elite wrestling is that something that like take, you take a lot of pride in and see like other people that went through that garage have that kind of success like you're having yeah no it's awesome it's it's awesome when you see people that go there because we would train like yeah i don't know three days three times a week for like hours and hours and hours every week and to see like hard work pay off you know with clark or with jet mm-hmm. like it was awesome seeing those guys like i i took long out time out to talk to them that day and really like like yo guys how you feel like haven't seen you in forever so it was awesome oh i bet i bet i've been now there for almost a year training over at the buddy wayne academy and like i never got to meet buddy i'm i'm, I'm learning through the things that guys like cash and, and cody and others and Shane, of course that have and, and nick as well and i'm learning through them the things that they learned through buddy what but for you like i always love hearing the stories about buddy and they share so many stories after class and just when we're all just bsing afterwards i'd love to hear like some of your favorite memories of, of buddy wayne because it just sounds from everything i've heard like an incredibly funny and just endearing dude my favorite was just going on like family trips with him to like, idaho and uh-huh. just going to water parks and doing stuff because he's so funny like outside of the ring like he was actually like a really like hilarious guy that like 
I would just like to sit down and talk with for hours, just about nothing. And, you know, he, yeah, he's just the, you know, it was, it was crazy. Like I was talking to Nick about it and, you know, I was like, man, like this would have been so cool if buddies around to see like your progression, my progression, everyone's progression, you know, but like, it's like at the end of the day, like, it's like, I don't know what to, you know, what to say, but it, it was awesome to have those moments with him while we did for that short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, just learning from him and it all making sense now, because at the time you wanted to like be like let off the leash and like, I want to go crazy. I want to jump off this. I want to do this, this. And he's like, you got to learn the basics. You have to learn the basics. And then you look at it now, like it, it's so valuable to learn the basics because so much people take that for granted. And when you're doing TV wrestling, especially, and you're like not, and you could tell people that aren't, you know, really good at the basics, it really shows through. And it's like, Oh, (laughs) I'm really happy that like, if anybody can see me like, Oh, this guy really knows what he's doing. He's not just a crazy stunt man. Like he actually knows how to work. So, and that was just months and months and years of buddy drilling that into us. So like, that's awesome. That's that's really really cool, and 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 we mentioned Nick Wayne, who is now like blowing it up on on the independent scene. And you had, and I didn't get to see you at the last Defy show that you were at because you were hidden. I had no idea that you were there. Nobody except for those that needed to know knew that you were there until the very end of the show. And I'd love to get your perspective because I got it from Nick and Farmer and all those guys, like what they experienced on that night. But I would love to hear from you because you were the one that came out, surprised the entire crowd at Defy Wrestling, a place that you had some incredible matches at. And nobody knew exactly what was going on, except that you went into the ring and surprised Nick with a, a contract that said, hey, when you when you turn 18, you're a part of all elite wrestling. Yeah, it was a, it was actually a pretty hectic because the day before that, which people don't know, is I was filming at my house in Atlanta all day. Like I literally jumped a Jeep over my house and it was like a 96 foot jump into <laughs> mobile home trailers. So like I, I literally got like no. I got no sleep after that. I flew to Seattle. I was so delirious. And I really wanted to take the moment in with Nick. But I was so delirious. I was like, my music was about to start. And I was like, whoa. I was like, I am so tired. I got to snap into reality here because this is a big moment. Right. And as I walked out there, like, it, it was weird because like I, I don't do the independence anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, that felt like a weird, like, high school reunion in a way. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't go to my high school reunion. I don't think they would want me to go there. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, the thing is, it was just, like, so, like, crazy. Because even though it was only three years ago I was in a Defy Ring last, it feels like a lifetime. Right. So for me to, like, go back and then to have that moment with Nick and he, him not knowing... Cause like I, that was like weeks and weeks. I talked to his mom. I'm like, don't tell him. Like I got this, I got this plan. Like I was talking with Tony Khan and coming up with like a plan. And I knew he was wrestling Christopher Daniels that night. So I was like, dude, like this is the time, like this kid, like literally there's nothing else for him to prove. He's no. better than I would say 75% of the roster in AEW. Like there's nothing more to prove on the Indies. Like he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. So let's strike while the iron's hot. And so sign him. So it's like, I think him to transition into TV wrestling is going to be the fun part of like, you know, storytelling and not just doing crazy moves. Like, and you know, he's already kind of doing that with his match with Shane Strickland at defy was amazing yep. from actual storytelling standpoint. It was amazing. And then, you know, obviously he killed it with Will Ospreay. Yes. So it's like, it's like those times, like I don't really try to vouch for a lot of people because at the end of the day, your word is all you got. 
And if you vouch for a bunch of guys that kind of fail or, you know, don't live up to expectations, you get this reputation of being like, oh, okay, like Darby just, you know, tries to bring all his friends in. But like with Nick, I'm like, this is to Tony. I was like, this is not me trying to vouch for a friend. This is me vouching for a 16 year old kid that is killing it. And like, you know, with, 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 or without his dad training me, he deserves to be in AEW. And that's like, to have that moment and me to be the one to give it to him. It's you're going to see like in a couple of years, like he's going to be like the best thing. And it, because he's already, you know, traveling every week, he's already like doing every show possible. He's going to the UK. So it's, it's sick, you know, but to have him like to what I did once I started on TV wrestling and to connect with those audience, with the young kids, the adults, everybody, that's what I'm excited for Nick to do. I do. It's crazy. Like you say, all the stuff he's doing in front of everybody, but even behind the scenes, every, every week, dude, he's there with us training. I mean, yesterday, last night, like, you know, it's just that, that intensity that he has, he, not only in the ring in front of people is there in training all the time. And it's, it's, he's such a unique, special individual. And I, man, I was just so glad to be there to witness that because like you said, that this isn't someone that you're just like saying, Oh, he's a good kid. I love to see him have good things happen to him. It's he's a great kid. But on top of that, he, he's put in such incredible amount of work to, deserve all these great things that are happening to him yeah he started his internship last week at aew <laughs> he flew out to uh blood and guts and it was a crazy first show for him to like have to like you know i was trying to have him like study and talk to the show uh you know producers and he sat in the locker room with me and sting and watched the whole show with sting and wow you know uh yeah like it was, it was awesome for him to get a taste of tv wrestling because it's a lot different. What works on the indies sometimes doesn't work on TV and what works on TV sometimes doesn't work on the indies. So it's just like trying to, you know, get him ready. So right when he turns 18, he's like, all right, let's throw you on and have you kill it. That's the goal. I don't want, you know, so I want him to be as TV ready as physically possible by the time he's 18. And I mean, dude, you got to be chomping at the bit for hopefully at some point when he's ready and when he's there to, to create some kind of magic in the ring with him. That's got to be a moment that it, you, you look forward to, as I'm sure, as well as he does. Yeah, like let's have some six-man tags with Sting. Dude, if Sting still... I, I would not be surprised if in like a year Sting is still killing it in the ring. It's been, it's been insane watching Sting do the things that he does. Like when he jumped off the top of that part and just like... I was just like, dude, guy, you wouldn't know he's in his 60s unless people told you he was in his 60s. You don't, you don't, you don't feel like it. Like he's... Yeah, he's a... He's insane. Like it's it's awesome to see because I feel like he's going harder now than yeah he did like years ago. I'm like, what's going on here? Does he give? <laughs> do, do you have any like favorite like pieces of feedback or uh, or advice that Sting has given you since working with him? Because I mean, the dude has seen it all, and I got to imagine that that's a that's a guy who you want to pick his brain any chance that you can get. Yeah, it's just staying humble. Yeah, because people come and go. You know, like you can think you're like top guy and nobody can touch you and the next thing you know you're wrestling in a high school gym in front of 10 people in oklahoma like you know like mm -hmm. you gotta be humble because you never know what's gonna happen on this ride and so that's that's like the main thing it's just like yeah that's pretty much like i my locker room is his locker room we share a locker room now so it's just me and him in there and it's just yeah it's awesome Thanks. and to be able I'm like, you know, good friends with him outside of AEW where we can hang out and do stuff. He was there when I jumped the car over my house. So for him to, <laughs> to be there, uh, cool. Because he's never seen anything like me in professional wrestling. He's like, I don't, he's like, I understand we're filming this for a promo, but like, 
this is like insane. Like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's my goal is to do stuff no wrestlers have ever done before. I feel like the two of you would have like the greatest reality show of all time. Just Sting hanging out with Darby Allen. It just seems like just hearing these stories how nonchalantly you're like, oh, I did this and Sting's there. It's like, that's just insane to me. No, we got, we got a lot of, lot of plans coming up soon. Well, I know you got to run and got stuff to go do over at Zoomies. Also, uh, dude, uh, the moment that you had with Brody King during the Royal Rampage, uh, that must have been, uh, that was just, it was like the most unique and different way to be eliminated. And it got the internet talking, which I'm sure that you got a great kick out of. Yeah, I've never seen him before. And I was like, yeah, uh, I got this idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and dude uh, before i let you run i i uh, i selfishly wanted a little advice man tomorrow i'm wrestling cody chun over at sos pro wrestling and i'd love to get like you've worked with cody you know what, what's going on with cody what kind of advice can you give me so i could get the upper hand on him <laughs> <laughs> i would say um i don't know actually i've wrestled cody and he beat me so <laughs> damn it i don't want the I, same results yeah i don't i don't know <laughs> poke him in the eyes Perfect. <laughs> before the lockup, I'll just start off that way. Yeah, yeah. Start dirty. Before the bell rings, jump him before the bell rings. Nice. That's all I'm gonna do. Poke him in the <laughs> eyes, kick him in the junk. I'll hit him with some brass knuckles. One, two, three. Yeah. Easy night. Take that, man. My man, dude. Thanks for taking some time out, and uh, uh, best of luck with everything that's going on. With, uh, of course, again, the uh, Zoomies South Center in Tequila that's happening on Saturday uh, from three to seven p.m. Some crazy stuff's going to be happening: face painting, skateboarding, some wrestling. Uh, who knows what's going to happen when Darby Allen's there at the Zoomies, uh, part of uh, your hoodlum clothing line, and then tomorrow night. Cheney Stadium, NitroCircus.com. Get tickets. Who knows what you're going to do there, but I'm sure it's going to be bonkers. Migs, thanks for having me on. I will um, see you down the road. Absolutely, my man. It's always great talking to you. Take care, dude. Take care. There you go. Darby Allen again. You heard where he's going to be, what he's doing. Uh, just... It's just dry. It's so funny how he's just like nonchalantly. I'm jumping over this. I'm climbing this. I'm falling off of that. Uh, that's just a usual day for Darby Allen. But uh, Darby, an incredible dude. Just one of my favorite people. I hopefully will see him wrestling here somewhere in the Northwest at some point. Obviously, it would be with the All Elite Wrestling. Just a matter of when they're finally going to get on over here. But if you want to follow Darby Allen on social media, let him know you had a good time listening to him here on my chat with him here on the, the Megacast. Uh, you can follow him at Darby Allen. Get more information about Hoodlum at hoodlum.shop. That's H O o-d-l-u-m dot shop you can purchase their clothes over at zoomies stores and see them on saturday july 9th 3 to 7 p.m over at the south center mall the zoomies over there it sounds like it's going to be a great time and an awesome experience if you're a fan of wrestling or fan of darby allen this is your chance just to kind of meet him and get a a memory that possibly will last a lifetime. Maybe he'll tell you F off like Billy Joel. I don't know. Uh, you can follow Megacast at, at the Megacast, and I'm at I'm Steve Miggs. As always, thank you for listening, and next week we'll be back with the Ted Smith, uh, but I had to do this. This was a, a great chance just to chat with Darby Allen about all things wrestling and just what's going on in his world because dude's an awesome dude and deserves all the great success that he's been having. All right, we'll see you next week.